When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consumers spent more than $9 billion online on Black Friday, according to Adobe Analytics. That's a record high, but up just over 2% from last year. Important caveat to note, due to soaring inflation, many spent more, but received less. CBS News reporting record uh, numbers for a Black Friday, but they spent more and received less. <laughs> if anybody could appreciate that, he is uh, in the retail business as well as the oil and energy business, as well as owning this radio station. Does a tremendous show every weekday afternoon at 5 p.m., Cats at Night, and a great show Sunday mornings as well, 8 a.m., the Cats Roundtable. And most importantly... Along with his beautiful wife, Margot, has become one of my best friends, not just my boss, but a dear friend, the great John Katz and Matides. John, good morning. How are you, pal? Good morning. Good morning. I heard you have a great weekend. And uh, the most important question we were at, me and uh, when we were uh, doing your show on Thursday, the most important question, did you have dark meat turkey or white meat turkey? <laughs> that was a funny exchange between me, you, and Dominic Carter when I called in live on Thursday. Are we talking about your women or your turkey? But I did have, <laughs> I did have white meat turkey. And uh, Danielle made a beautiful dinner. It was just the three of us, John, because Ava's in Wales in college. But it was a lovely day. We watched all three football games, had great desserts, and I came in on Friday, did a really good show, and here we are again on a Monday morning. But you heard that CBS News little clip there about Black Friday. Today, of course, is Cyber Monday. People still shopping. What was it like in your retail stores the last couple of days or leading up to the holidays? Well, we were very busy, and uh, but, but the question mark is uh, when they said that Black Friday was up 2%. To keep it simple for people to understand is if inflation was 10% and you were only up 2%, that means you took 10 minus 2, you took home 8% less products. Is that a simple way to say it? No, very simple. That's because uh, it's it's so hard to understand. You know, economics, a lot of folks John, don't really get it until it really you know, hits them in the pocketbook. And even then... They don't really understand the minutia and all the stuff that goes into it. So that does explain it. So with that said, you know, last week I had both Ron and Sana and Monica Crowley on this show. And both, without any hesitation, said we are heading into a recession. And it may be a pretty bad recession. It may be three or four months down the road. But it is coming. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Do you share that opinion? 
yes and no. Uh, America doesn't seem like they want to go into a recession. I mean, the Washington, and I don't want to mention names, Washington is working very hard to put us into a recession. Uh, but uh, unemployment is at an all-time low. Now you're going to have uh, layoffs in the tech division. But they're looking for excuses uh, why they're going to lose so much money because the accountants won't sign off on it. In other words, if Amazon's going to lose $10 billion, and that's what the projection is, uh, they're looking for who to blame. And guess who they're blaming? They're blaming Alexa. Right. They said, oh, we're going to write off $10 billion in Alexa. <laughs> right. Now, anybody now anybody that wants to believe that, you can believe that. But they, 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 you know, they built too much. They overexpanded, and uh, they capitalized everything, and the accountants allowed them to capitalize everything. In other words, to, not to write it off as a loss, but write it off as future business when you capitalize. And uh, I guess they're just looking for some place to point the finger and say, okay, that's that finger. But the truth is that some of these companies uh, were losing cash, and they didn't realize why, and now they're just – they know they're going to have to, 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 to report the losses, so they're looking at someplace to blame. Got it. This so, is John – yep, I got it. John Katz and Matidis, Katz at night, 5 p.m. weekdays, and Katz Roundtable, 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. You know, John, uh, I had John a couple of times when Elon Musk was considering buying Twitter. In fact, Donald Trump actually leveled him. He's like, ah, he's not a good businessman. He ain't going to figure it out. Now, including Donald Trump, a lot of big-time businessmen are saying Elon Musk, if he decides to sell Twitter down the road, is going to double his money. I mean, I'm hearing all kinds of crazy numbers. Do you believe that's the case with Twitter? I think Elon Musk is a very smart guy. Uh, why should Facebook be worth $700 uh, billion and Twitter at that time is worth $40 billion? I mean, the number is – the number is – the difference is too much. And, uh, Twitter was the worst-run company in the world. If you had to pick a, a, a bad company that's run badly, it was Twitter. Uh, and if by, by it, the way, by the way, I would say before Twitter, it may have been the way Cumulus ran this radio station. Thank God you came in on your white horse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but uh, uh, I think uh, Twitter. Elon Musk is a smart guy. And uh, he's going to, uh, I would say, double or triple his money eventually. Wow. Uh, wow. And, and, but, but they're trying to screw him. They're trying to say, oh, uh, he's against this and he's against that. Uh, maybe we'll pull our advertising. Now, the first one to say that initially and then they withdrew that was General Motors. Now, let me tell you about General Motors. My opinion that if they're promising Washington they're going to have 100% electric cars by 2015, 2035. How, how did Trump used to say it? they're full of crap? Right. <laughs> American people don't want electric cars. Right. Hey, do we, should we give them a choice of having electric cars? Absolutely. Everybody should have a choice of whatever they need. You want an electric car? God bless you. But don't force the American people to do that. And that's what Washington is, is doing. The other thing they're doing, they hate. Remember, they hate fossil fuel companies. They hate oil companies. They're, they're, they're having the SEC go after the banks that lend to oil companies. It's called the uh, uh, environmental 
ESG policy or whatever, right. that, something right. like that. Right. And, and 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 that's wrong. They're having the EPA go after the uh, uh, the oil companies, and now all of a sudden, last week, you know what Biden did? I'm going to guess. Yeah. I'm going to guess that. What Biden did last week, talking about oil, and again, this is your game. Nobody knows more about this than you. But if you're upset, I'm going to guess that Biden allowed Chevron to start pumping oil in Venezuela, run by a murderous dictator in Maduro. Is that where you're going? Yes. uh, He's opening up Venezuela. He's allowing Chevron to do it. And and, uh, he gave permission for a Gulf oil terminal for, for uh, I think, 2 million barrels a day for, or, 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 on the Gulf Coast, not for the United States, for export. Jeez, it's so unbelievable. Venezuela maybe used the St. Croix refinery that Venezuela has an interest in, and it's all Venezuelan oil. Now, nobody understands why can't we use Texas oil, Oklahoma oil, uh, South Dakota, North Dakota why, oil? Why, why can't we? Oil, why can't Canadian we? Canadian oil. We right. could. And you, you, Sid, there will be no recession if we were using North American oil. And the other problem that we're facing right now is the housing industry. It's at the lowest uh, starts of uh, in the last 10 years. So the housing industry, the new construction industry for the real estate industry, instead of fixing a problem, if we keep it simple, you can either fix a problem or create another problem. But talk about recession. America doesn't want a recession. The unemployment is at the lowest ever. People want success. The people that don't want success it's Washington. Right. So somebody has to, you know, somebody somebody has to explain it to me. What the heck is going on? Now you're going to have Trump's checks and balances. With uh, now uh, 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 Kevin McCarthy is taking over the, uh, hopefully. the Congress. Yeah. So hopefully we have some checks and balances, and not everybody's going to do whatever the heck they want. Uh, I mean, we have so many problems in the world. We got to take it one by one. I'm, I'm glad you have Gordon Chang on this morning. There's so many problems in China now. They got their own problems. Russia has their own problems. I mean, there, there are problems all over the place. And uh, we had uh, the former Assistant Secretary of the uh, Air Force on last week. We're starting I heard that. to run low. Yep. We're starting. We're starting to run low on military equipment. And Congress hasn't approved moving faster on creating new ones. So we're taking all our old crap, sending it to Ukraine, and we're running low on bullets, uh, missiles. You you pick it. Mm. You know, maybe maybe I'll have General Keene or General Petraeus. No, you should. You should because let, so let's not forget. Yeah, you should because let's not forget of all the things Biden has done wrong, and there has been plenty, including what you just talked about. Now relying on countries like Venezuela for oil. I mean, he's done plenty wrong. Inflation, all these issues. Let's not forget when he got us out of Afghanistan in in, in a brutal way, which ended up getting thirteen of our brave young and women killed in Afghanistan, which he has no excuse for. You know how many millions and millions and millions of dollars of weapons we left behind for the Taliban to use? You believe that? My advice to Donald Trump was tell people, you know, he could be better than Ronald Reagan, and we both know it. 
He could be better than Ronald Reagan. But tell people what, how good you're going to do. Don't tell people about how bad the other guys are. Yeah. I don't give a I don't give a crap how bad the other guys are. Just tell people how good you're going to do. And I, I think you know he has to take the high road, and he has to learn how to take the high road if he if 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 people are going to even consider. Well, let's talk about him for a second because I know you've been listening all morning long. John Katz and Matidis, check him out. 5 o'clock every weekday. Great show. Katz at night. Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Great show. Katz Roundtable. You heard the Dove hiking audio I played earlier. Dove was a big Trump supporter. Loved what he did for Israel. He's done with Trump. Uh, guys like Peter King, Bo Deedle, and quite frankly, even me, I'm considering going the other way because how can you possibly make an argument or an excuse for sitting down with a neo-Nazi guy and Kanye West, the anti-Semite of the year, in Mar-a-Lago last weekend? How can Donald Trump, John, do something like that? The truth is, and I'm telling all uh, our million listeners out there, the truth is if I sat down with those two people, I wouldn't recognize them. I wouldn't know who the heck they were. <laughs> but Trump knows who Kanye West yeah, is. No, yeah, well, yeah, but and uh, but he didn't know who is uh, the other person. Was. Okay, so let's excuse, uh, yeah. let, let's excuse the other person. But Kanye West has been an anti-Semite tour for a month and a half. Crazy, crazy. Well, nobody can call Trump an anti-Semite. Because, no, that's true. Uh, right. Uh, but look, uh, the, you know who you know who can beat Trump? Who? Trump. <laughs> it's all right about that. You yeah, are forget I mean, about you're right, but forget about Michelle Obama. Forget about Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Trump can be Trump. You are so look, right, man. You I, are right. Look, <laughs> I, he's a friend of mine for forty years, and, and my advice to him is: tell people how good of a job you're going to do. Don't tell people uh, how bad a job the rest of the guys are going to do. That's my yep. advice to him. And, and whatever will happen, will happen. Yep. Let there be a primary. Let there be uh, everybody stand up. And, and whoever the American people want, they'll, they'll, they'll vote for them. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed Gordon Chang, John. I'm going to replay that coming up at 840. It was over two hours ago. It's a very important interview, like you said, about China, Iran, Russia, North Korea, Venezuela, all those uh, major topics, which you actually – Uh, texted me about last night. Thank you for another great conversation on this show this morning. Your two shows are great. You're great with me. I love you and Margot. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. Well, Merry Christmas. I'll see you at St. Patrick's. Are you going to go Christmas Eve? Yes, 100%. I'll I'll, I'll sit next to you. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you, John. Thank you. God bless. God God bless bless you. God bless America. Thank you so much. Thank you. There he is, folks. What What a sweet guy. I mean... Incredibly successful, incredibly successful, but a sweet guy. Once again, the host, Cats at Night, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon. Cats Roundtable, 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. My friend, the great John Katsimatidis.